0: Welcome back to the CrushCast. Another great episode today. We've got Rob Redwine, 46 years in the business. And what a story, what a journey. Rob, thank you so much for joining us today. Let's go back to when you broke into the business. Maybe let's start there.
1: Well, Jim, first of all, thanks so much for the opportunity to share some thoughts today. And I've been thinking about your uh, crushing it theme And at 72, and in my 46th year in the business, uh, we might retitle it, Massaging It or Nurturing It. Uh, (laughs) My focus and frame of reference these days is more on lifestyle than on production. But the skills that help build a successful career are also great life skills, organization, time management, a positive attitude, and the ability to hear no without falling apart. I began my career with Equitable in 1977, actually 1976, with legend Jim Moore, a National Honor Agent. Jim's best friend at Equitable was Joe Guder, also a National Honor Agent. So I was the luckiest new agent in the world to be mentored by these two icons. With Jim and Joe, I was exposed to many top agents early and often in my career. Jim, there are many smarter and higher producing agents than I am in the business, but I've never been intimidated to ask for advice or direction. When I joined the uh, reinsurance company in the mid eighties, I may have been the lowest producing agent there, but I wasn't intimidated. I thought what an opportunity just to just think what I can learn from the likes of George Carr, Ed Feynman, Mark Mitchell, Brian Sharkey and others. Three traits. I think are most important to me, balance, discipline, and gratitude. Balance is most important. Balancing family, work, and leisure is, is, is crucial. Physical balance, as you, Jim, uh, I work out seven days a week. And the reason I can do this at 72 is balance. I vary my routine and don't burn myself out. Discipline is a key. To say it simply, most of us know what we, knew, what we need to do to be successful. The issue is having the discipline to stay the course until we get it right. Gratitude is huge and I think gets overlooked. We did not get to this place of success alone. Our parents, faith, mentors, and good friends have all played a part. People we can call on to celebrate victories and and lean on when times are hard. Jim, 2021 has been an interesting year for me and I hope my experience might be helpful to others. Last fall, I was diagnosed with prostate cancer. In January, the prostate was removed, but there was some cancer left in the surrounding tissue. So starting in May and for eight weeks, I had radiation five days a week. I came through this luckily with no problem. Life always throws challenges our way and we must be emotionally and physically resilient to meet them head on. There are three great American poets in my mind, Robert Frost, Bob Dylan, and Bruce Springsteen. The boss has a song called "Racing in the Streets. One of the lines of that song goes, some men, they just give up living, start dying little by little, piece by piece. Some men come home from work and wash up and go racing in the streets. Our business breeds emotional warriors who can get through hard times. I met with my radiation oncologist in the last week of my treatment. He's a good friend, fellow triathlete and client. I said, John, I'd like to do something for you and the staff for being so good to me these past eight weeks. He looked at me, closed his computer and said, Rob, there's something you need to know. And I thought to myself, this can't be good. He said, you have no idea, Rob, the effect you have had on the staff. This is a nasty business. And to have someone show up every day, every day, with a kind word for everyone and a smile on his face is a gift beyond measure. Bringing a generous spirit and grateful spirit to all we do will influence lives, Jim, in ways we may never know. So that's a little bit about my journey from
0: 1976 through through just right now. Well, there was a lot there, a lot to take away. I want to, if you don't mind, I want to start by going back to Joe Guter. Joe Guter was an early influence on me. Probably in my first month in the business, I was lucky enough to hear him. He flew into our branch in Troy, Michigan, and I saw him present for three hours. He made the business simple, and he, he gave me a lot of confidence. That that it would work as long as I worked. Do you recall any specific lessons or experiences from your time with Joe? I do, Jim. I do. Um,
1: J- J- Joe, uh, as there, there are few of us who remember Joe anymore, but he, his market was primarily physicians, and and my market was physicians. My dad was a physician, and so that was a natural market for me to work in. And Joe was, was the king of disability income because Equitable used to write disability income back then, was the king of disability income. And I remember meeting that Jim and Joe qualified for at the Broadmoor in Colorado Springs. Of course, I didn't qualify, but they did. And, and spending time in the Broadmoor, in Joe's Broadmoor room and having him spend, like your speech, three hours with me going over how he sells disability income to doctors. He didn't have to do that. He could have been off seeing his buddies, but he spent three hours with me showing how to do this. And he was about the best in the country at selling disability income. So yeah, that was a a huge impact on him.
0: That's a special element of our industry and definitely of our company, where if you go to any of today's living legends and ask them to share perspective, they will always do it. Next, I want to go to your cancer diagnosis, and I can only imagine how that feels going through COVID, and then to further aggravate it, now you have a diagnosis. Now, I've known you for more than 20 years, and you do have a generous spirit. Between your fitness and just your outlook on life, the gratitude with which you face everyday events, I've got to believe those had a significant impact on your outcome. If there are people that are listening to this that were recently diagnosed or are right now going through treatment, what advice would you give them?
1: I think, I think going into it as as best prepared as you can as you can be, physically and mentally. You know, you and I've talked about that a lot, Jim. That you, you need to treat this like like another another challenge i mean i'm i'm a mountain climber i've climbed mountains all over the world big mountains all over the world and and one of the one of the mantras i always took with me was when i'm going on a big challenge is is over then go with the flow Overtrain, then go with the flow and i treated cancer exactly the same way i mean i've always been in great shape but I was an animal before I started, before I went into the surgery. Uh, I, I could not have been in better shape. I could not have been in better ment- a better mental place. My dad had prostate cancer. So this wasn't a big surprise to me, Jim. I wasn't pleased about it, but it wasn't a big surprise. So I'm not going to fall apart about it. But I, was, I went into it as a warrior. I mean, I really did. Then, then I had the surgery, wasn't able to do much for a while. And then I was going to start radiation two months after the surgery was finished. And so again, once I was able, I, I, I brought myself to the peak of fitness before I started the radiation. So, you know, you can't, I don't think you can take this stuff casually. I actually don't think you can take life casually. I think you need to prepare and be ready for whatever life brings.
0: It That seems like half mindset and then half physical prep. And I've never heard that combination before. I love it. Overtrained, like, you put yourself in a position where you could withstand the impact, but then go with the flow all the way on the Zen side of just, you got to roll with it. What a great mantra.
1: So many people, Jim, you know, whether it's our business, whether it's a, whether it's a marathon, whether it's it's a triathlon, you know, you're most worried about something. If you go in and you you say, boy, I haven't done my preparation. This is not going to go well. On the other hand, you know, you overtrain and then, you know, you, you mentally, physically, you're ready to handle whatever happens. Something always is going to be different than things are don't always go the way we think they're going to go. In fact, most of the time they don't. So you
0: had better be prepared for it. Overtrain is like a preemptive strike on the inevitable thing that's going to go wrong. Exactly. Exactly. And, and then and the go with the flow is equally valuable. Like something is going to go wrong. And when it goes off the tracks, roll with it. I love that. Well,
1: Especially when you're in, you know, you're in Nepal, you're in, you're in Argentina, you're in Peru. Things don't go well. In the
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah.
1: They, they, they hardly go well at home, let alone in places like that. So, so put yourself in a mindset to be flexible.
0: Let me ask a, a closing question for you. Reflecting back on a 46-year career, all of the impact that you've had on your clients, what are you most proud of? You know, what I'm most proud
1: of, Jim, is is an interesting thing that I came across the other day. Uh, I'm in a a fairly small uh, community, about 140,000 people, primarily blue collar. And the other day I was going through my my book of business and Jim, we have over a half billion dollars of life insurance in force, uh, retirement monies, investment monies, That flow into the Pueblo economy. Now, if you're talking about Detroit or Philadelphia or New York, that's not a big number. But if you talk about Pueblo, Colorado, we have an economic development group that that, that just pulls out all the stops if they have a company that comes in and spends $100 million. I'm talking about a half billion dollars of my economic impact to Pueblo. And, and that's what I'm most proud of. I think sometimes we get so caught up in trying to make a sale every single day that we forget the enormous financial impact we have on communities and in lives and businesses and families. And, 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 and we have to keep that big picture in mind of the impact and the good that we do
0: for people. That's what should sustain us, keeping the big picture in mind. Uh, this has been a fabulous discussion. Rob, thank you so much. Overtrain, go with the flow, and keep in mind the big picture. Thanks for all you do, Rob.
1: You bet. Thanks, Jim. Thanks for having me.